A girl in scarlet spills from a giant golden birdcage, her face white and set as she stumbles toward the sea cliff's edge, where below, the water whirls like a wishing well. Oh, for a wish! She peers over, her frozen white toes curling over the rock blade, into water teal and chilling. Her tears mingle with the rain as the wind whips her hair into a fury. Atop her head, a myrtle crown glistens. Duty, it bellows. She listens through a storm of unshed silver tears, blurring a gilt-framed painting of her future in the sky above. A marriage, a queen, a fate, a besotted king nodding to her every word. What more could she ask for? Love, she screams into the wind, as in her mind, her errant feet float down another road. To him. And at the thought, her marble cheeks warm to soft petals, and her heart thuds like a trapped bird. Her heart flies to the forest, where in his embrace, there lives a whole world. The world he created through the magic carpet ride of his stories. Oh, for a wish! She wants to be in that forest again, not bumping down an endless road to her death day. There, beneath the arms of blush pink wisterias, his lips would quiver with stories she had never heard. And in the glow of fireflies, he would cast a spell of a story. In them, she would wrap herself in the colors of the rainbow, not sit frozen hearted in her golden cage. In her pocket are his letters, creased from being read in silent whispers. Standing on the cliff, she clutches them in her hands like white paper cranes, knowing if she lets them flying to the wind, she would be admitting there is no God. Oh, for a wish! In the fairy tales she had read, help had always come. A frog disguised as a prince, a fairy godmother. But as she stands, waiting, no one came. She is so very alone. Two roads diverge atop a stormy cliff. Which path shall she take? Hi, my name is Christina, and welcome to Imagination Island, the world's first learning adventure park featuring kids with stories that change the world. Today, Painted Skin. A voice pierces her consciousness. You called? She jumps, as a large silver eye blinks in the sky. Silver it is. Odd it is. Then shuts in a flash. A face forms around the silver eye. Then a body, of light liquid glass like a delicate chandelier. Her smile is alluring, an old soul in a maiden's glass vase, preserved unnaturally in time. But the most disturbing are the empty souls of Hades, singing in their mistress's stone braids. She hears a voice in her mind. For a price I can change your flesh to gold, or turn a maiden from young to old. Few humans love the skin they are given, your wish to change can be forgiven. Black fear fizzles on her tongue, but she swallows a sun, embracing only the floating feeling of the undreamed of. 
Is this her chance to love? The price is justice, fair trade. Your face is what I will be paid. Trade it in for another so you can choose the life you wish for and one to lose. The princess doesn't think. She only feels. She forgets the queen's warning about witches' deals. Yes, yes. Any price I'm willing to pay, you can have my face today. Silver Eyes chuckles. Is that final? She asks through her angelic mask. The princess pauses after her adrenaline recedes. Her mind says no, but her heart has needs. Duty, screw duty. Listen, she's done listening. No one can see her. No one cares. This is no time for a princess's heirs. Yes, her lips part. I want what you have to give. As of now, this is no way to live. Silver Eyes smiles. Very well. Close your eyes. The princess feels a ting in her hair. Hopefully, it would not be bare. Maybe she should have specified she didn't want an ugly face. But now her wish is too late to erase. She longs for the mirror, but there's only the sea, where she runs down the path quite excitedly. And in a tide pool filled with fish, she sees the consequences of her wish. Her golden hair is now black wires. Her eyes, once emerald, are orange wildfires. Her shock ricochets from her toe to her head as she begins to feel real dread. How would her love feel now she's no longer pretty? Maybe it's enough that she's witty? She sheds her myrtle crown and blood-red wedding gown. She drops it into the sea where it can never be found. And in her petticoat, she sets off for a new road, for she knows her prince is no toad. With a hopeful heart and a twinge of fear, she longs for a true love to draw near. On bloodied feet, she runs through the thickets moans. Past the biting crimson rose bushes, she loathes. She moves, as if captivated by spells, toward the theater where her lover dwells. In the wind, she hears him calling her from afar. He is her Polaris, her North Star. And though her feet are torn to shreds, in her heart she feels no dread, only an incredible lightness of being, knowing it is him she would soon be seeing. Before she knows it, she is standing on the grassy knoll, at the tip of his amphitheater where he extols. The sight of him fills her heart with fire. He is the one and only she desires. She watches as he plays Romeo from afar, as her heart awaits love like a door ajar. And as soon as the play is done, from the stage's wings she did run. It's me, my darling, your princess, my love. His gray eyes stare back blankly like the wings of a dove. Come, my love, the time is nigh when loving means to do or die. I've given all to be right here. Why are you not drawing near? Her heart trembles as he stares at her with blank contempt. Is this all her sacrifice had meant? She surges past the crowd of his well-wishers to clasp his hands. Surely now he would say their wedding bands. But instead of his familiar touch and a sweet reunion, she receives not even the smallest communion. Who are you? He asks with hard contemptuous eyes. Certainly I would never align with such a poor prize. My bride shall be King Lori's child a damsel with power and beauty that beguile. My love, it is I, I am standing right here. I changed my face so before you I could appear. 
You know father betrothed me to another man, and that union I could not stand. So I made a deal with the local witch, my face for hers for this love switch. His face stiffens at the horrible news, as she gazes at him, terribly confused. So now you have nothing, not even your face, and no gold or status for our table to grace? She slowly nods her head with a no, but my love, we have us to grow. He stopped silent, then gave a sharp laugh. <laughs> you think such things can forge a life path? Go away. You disgust me. Simply looking at you gives me chills. I think seeing you for a lifetime would make me ill. Her heart ceases as her soul falls into her bloodied feet. Who knew this man could be such a cheat? She had given him her all, and for her all gotten nil. The kisses he had shared were sewn in her heart, and with her own hands she tears them apart. She sees him now for who he was, and nothing could make her unsee because, into her collection of happily ever afters, her hope had dissipated into the rafters. In her cut and bruised heart, excuses and abuses rip her apart. His million oaths are terrible jokes, her whole love had been a cheater's hoax. She rakes her nails upon her face. In the silence, there is no space. No, 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 it cannot be. She had given away her life for free. The visions of his lips brushing her hair mocks her now in the blankness of his stare. And in the air, she hears a silvery laugh, a large silver eye and a very old staff. You gave him all, he gave you nil. Now what will you do for good or ill? With an upturned face, she gazes up at the sky, at the witch who had shown her beyond his mask of lies. Please, she calls up to the heavens as she sinks to her knees. Please save me from myself, dear witch, oh please. The voice comes quickly, it is rather calm. It cradles her like a leaf in a palm. You wish to return? To the sorrow you wish to sever? To the bondage you wish to escape? To the crown you wish to leave? To the prince you wish to betray? Please, I beg of thee. I shall return you to your rightful place, but this is a price you must embrace. Upon your death, your soul shall be mine, trapped in my braids for eternity's time. With a flick of a brush, the princess's crown reappears. Her scarlet wedding gown, her footman, all she never held more dear. And once again, her life wraps in different chains, not the chains of betrayal, but that of a reign. But isn't life a series of thorn and rain, and just a bit of sunshine flickering between shadows again? She squares her shoulders and raises her chin, as her old life she assumes with a morbid grin.